another edition of Jamal About Sports coming to you on a Wednesday night, March 14th, 2018. Kicking off the show, Devo with A Beautiful World. Big show to get to tonight, free agent frenzy going on in the NFL. Here to break it down, riding shotgun, the man, the myth, the legend. You know him, you love him. A.G., what is up? You know, you also could have gone with Devo's Satisfaction. Uh, they're a cover of the Snow Satisfaction. Cover of the, yes, well, I, I, I one chose... One of the greatest covers of all time, by the way. Not, not a bad one. Uh, certainly providing their, their own quirky spin on, uh, on a classic, a rock and roll classic. Uh, the reason I chose It's a Beautiful World, because if you are an NFL free agent uh, and you can walk and chew gum at the same time, it is a beautiful world. Because they're... Especially if your name's Sam Bradford. Uh, we will get to him. We That's your guy. <laughs> That's your guy. You've been riding the Sam Bradford train, train from day one. Yes, I have. Well, so we're here to break down the, the beginnings of Free Agent Frenzy. I mean, look, the, these deals have become official. Some of them still aren't official. So, yes, indeed, we will be breaking down the free agent frenzy. So, officially, these moves aren't official until, like, what was it, 4 o'clock today? And, you know, like, for instance, the Kirk Cousins deal isn't still yet official. I guess he hasn't quite signed the contract. But a lot of these deals were the worst-kept secrets in, in sports. They were being reported as of, uh, as as of Monday. As of Monday. Um, so, we'll, we'll break it all down. We'll start out. With the quarterbacks, we'll talk about some of the teams that we thought did well, uh, and then some of some of these some of these uh, moves that are just absolutely ridiculous, which we see every year. But I want to. I want. We got to start with the lead domino, right? Well, yeah. You like that, right? Well, well, let's 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 level set here. So so part of my core values, okay. You have core values. I have now? core values as a as a sports fan, yes. Right. And and when and and I think we're in lockstep on this, or pretty much we are. Uh, when it comes to the NFL and how one builds a football team, mm-hmm. um, free agency, not the way to do it. Making no, big splash moves and winning March, not the way to do it. The way Winning March usually means you lose in September, October, November, December. Correct. Uh, exhibit A, C, uh, Redskins, comma, Washington. Uh, who for years and years, years and years, years. They've, been, they've been running this model correct unsuccessfully correct um, now, so Philadelphia they, they obviously they bucked the trend a little bit with some good some good uh, solid and and shrewd signings well, last that, year but remember the year that they won the that 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 year I think it was 2009 2010 correct. when they quote unquote won the yes. won free agency yep and they were awful actually no it was after 2010 I don't know it was, remember, like, it was not that long ago about five years ago yep. Yeah, it was. It was you know, they, they won the Super Bowl. Correct. I believe they uh, won. They, five I games. think they went five and eleven that year. That that would be correct. Now look, free agency certainly plays a role and serves a purpose. Okay, if you are a team that is, let's say, you know, for years you've been really good or close to getting over the the hump, so to speak, right? A playoff team, mm-hmm. but you have one deficiency. Whether it's you don't have a big play wide receiver or you don't have a running back or left tackle is an issue now because you had a good one and he retired or he got hurt or whatever that is. You smartly pick and choose. If that player exists and he's in his prime and you have the cap room, then yes, go get him. But this idea that you're going to build a team uh, around making big, splashy free agent signings is just folly, and frankly, history will bear that it does not work. The way one builds a team is through the draft, smart, shrewd, reasonable free agent signings. And again, 
Like, for instance, the Lions needed a receiver after Calvin Johnson retired. They went and gave Marvin Jones, which at the time seemed like a lot of money, four years, $40 million. But within two years, then it's completely reasonable. Exactly. And, 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 and so far, that was a good signing. I mean, he's not Calvin Johnson. No one thought he was going to be Calvin Johnson. That wasn't the, you know, they didn't sign him with the intention to, quote, unquote, replace Calvin Johnson. But they had one really good receiver on the team in Golden Tate, but they needed somebody who did something different than Golden Tate. Marvin Jones is that guy. His first year with the Lions, he was so-so, not great. Last year, he was excellent. So, anyway. Now, the draft and free agency do work hand-in-hand. Of course. Of course, in that you draft guys, right? You no longer have the the, the luxury to just let these guys develop for two years and then they're ready to play. Because by the time you get one good year out of them, their their uh, their rookie deals up and they free agents. You can just uh, will generally snatch them up. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Again, you, you know, you gotta be really when you draft now. You gotta be really smart about yes. drafting, and you and you. You don't have the luxury like you did of you know back. In the guys era. can't redshirt for two years in the NFL right. anymore. They guys got to play by year two for the most part. You, you have to be getting significant snaps and contributing by by season two at minimum. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, but you're you're exactly right. The way the draft and free agency work hand hand in hand. So what a team and a general manager thinks of the players available in that draft certainly informs their decisions in free agency. For instance, last year I'll use the Lions again as an example. Uh, offensive line was deemed an issue. Uh, Bob Quinn, the Lions general manager, signed a right tackle, Rick Wagner, right guard, T.J. Lang, because last year was, was universally thought of as a very poor year for offensive linemen in the draft. So he's so decided— better bet was through free agents. Correct. Correct. So anyway, so yes, so th- those are my core values when it comes to building a football yeah. team yes. and my approach to NFL free agency. I know everybody gets all Twitter is in, is, is all a genius has a system. Yeah, exactly right. Twitter is all a buzz and people are freaking out over this move and teams not making these moves and so whatever. Hopefully we'll, we can add some some color to it and and some clarity. And a little sanity. And it's a little sanity. Yes. So let's start out with, of course, the quarterbacks because those are always the highest paid guys. And this year, Aaron, I don't know if you knew this, but there, this was a great, great free agent quarterback class. I mean, wow, look at the names. Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum, Terry Bridgewater, and Sam Bradford. Okay. Well, well, well can we start with, uh, with you like that, Kirk Cousins? Yes, let's start with him. Because he's going to your division? Well, already pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well stacked football team. Yes. This, this is how I will classify, by the way, before we'll, we'll break down each one. This is how I classify it. It's Kirk Cousins, stat whore who's won nothing, Case Keenum, career backup for five years, who had a magical carpet ride of a year last year, and whose best play was another guy's worst play. Teddy Bridgewater hasn't played in two years, has a pop gun noodle arm. And Sam Bradford, when he plays, doesn't even really do anything then, but he never but he, plays. But he keeps getting paid. But yeah, but I, Well, did you see what Eric Weddle uh, tweeted out yesterday? No. Nah. Eric Weddle tweeted out, no one in the history, I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing here, no one in the history of the NFL has paid, been paid more for doing less than Sam Bradford. I bet, I bet that could statistically be pointed it could be proven out, too. Uh, I, I, I saw I – sh- I meant to screenshot it. I saw his career numbers are laughable. But did you know, Aaron? But did the Viking, he, and, the, and the Vikings still still gave up a first-round pick yes, they when, did. when uh, Bridgewater correct. went down. That is correct. Do you know that he had a 71% completion percentage two years ago when he played? Yeah, that's because – the Vikings play check down ball every single game. I could have a 71% completion percentage if I threw every pass I threw was six yards. 
please. These idiots on on the NFL Network. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be your. It, it, it is. It is. There's something very because I. It's supposed to be your job. You're supposed to know these things. Stop blindly. I think, I think, ge- I think gen- uh, general conventional wisdom on Sam Bradford is that how in the hell does this guy keep going? Well, he's being exposed now. P- people are starting to finally figure out. I mean, look, perfect I, I, example. I mean, I don't know anybody that's like, oh, wow, they got Sam Bradford. Perfect oh, example. Wow. Bri- Brian Billick, who, again, I, I will maintain for years, is the dumbest smart guy in the history of, of the NFL, right? He has this, this reputation as being very, very erudite, right? Brian Billick. Um, I mean, Sam Bradford, this is him yesterday. Sam Bradford certainly, I mean, when he plays, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, Really? Based on what? What has Sam Bradford ever done in this league? Are we guaranteeing that he wins league MVP? With the <laughs> is, that, is that what's happening right now? But Let's anyway, count it, folks. You got me. You got me all. See, you got me all bent out of shape. You got me off off topic here. All right, so let's start with Kirk Cousins. Yes. Let's start with Kirk Cousins. Um, now, who always, by the way, you know, has put up huge numbers against my team, but rarely wins. I think he's only won like one or two games against the Cowboys. That is, uh, that, but always racks up numbers. Yes. So that that is to me, Kirk Cousins in a nutshell. As I said, he's a stat whore. Uh, you want a guy who throws a pretty ball? Yep. You want a guy who throws a really nice deep ball? Yep. That's your guy. Um, you want a guy who throws for 4,000 yards every year? Sure. Check. You want a guy who's a little bit more mobile than you think he might be? Yep. Check. Um, you want a guy who throws soul-crushing interceptions in close games in the fourth quarter to lose your games? Check. Uh, all you Kirk Cousins fans out there, all you Vikings fans that are doing your little your little Vikings jig right now because you're so happy because now you finally got the missing piece, go watch the tape from two years ago when the Giants played the Redskins in Washington Second to last game of the year where the Giants had nothing to play for. Their, their playoff seed was already set, and the Redskins needed that game in the worst way to make the playoffs. Go watch your man, your boy, Kirk Cousins, in the fourth quarter of that game with his two soul-crushing interceptions. I rest my case. Please. You don't like that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I'm kind of a goofy guy, too. He's very goofy. Um, his personality is goofy. Listen. Uh, plus, he got his contract now fully guaranteed, which is the first time uh, – one of the only ones uh, – apparently, apparently, of course, the Raiders broke suit when they that they, they, they did the ridiculous Namdi Asamoa deal. Remember that? They're still recovering from that one. Yeah. Um, but this is, uh, as far as I know, the only other fully guaranteed deal. Now, uh, he's a quarterback. Quarterbacks always get paid more. They always get overdrafted, and they always get overpaid. Um, listen – at three years, eighty-four million dollars guaranteed. I, 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 the one thing. Well, hold up. No, the, the Eagles with uh, son. Uh, the deal was with the Eagles and Namdi Asamoah, right? He was with the Raiders. He was great for the Raiders. Oh, that's right. He the started Eagles. his career with the Raiders. Apolo- You're right. Apologies. You know, remember, yeah, he was like a, he was like a borderline. You know, was right. Future Hall of Famer. Correct. Player. And then he, he went to the Eagles, and he was stuff. terrible. Correct. So, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, oh, but, uh, who could keep free agency straight? Well, no, but it all starts to kind of like the point is this is the first fully guaranteed contract, except uh, supposedly that one was too, or was close to it. But anyway, um, uh, the point is is that for a guy, and, and listen, I'm not big on assigning records to quarterbacks as if they're starting pitchers, like everybody loves to do now, right? Matthew Stafford's zero and three in the playoffs. Well. Maybe go watch the games and then tell me if Matthew Stafford was the reason we didn't beat the Saints in the playoffs or we didn't beat you guys in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think so. Um, 
and and certainly was not the reason they didn't beat the, the Seahawks. They were just a la- they, they were not a very good team. And when his receivers drop every other pass, it's kind of hard to win. So um, I'm not huge on assigning one loss records to quarterbacks as if they're starting pitchers, but. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is 34 and 40 in his career. Yeah. Um, and listen, if you're the Vikings, this is your argument. Good offensive line. Right. We're not going to let him lose games for us. Good running back, good defense, good, and, and he has weapons. He's got a good tight end, Kyle Rudolph, and two good receivers in Theline and, and Stephon Dix. So all the pieces are in place there. I get it. But sometimes a guy just is who he is, okay? I mean, some guys change. You know, Stafford certainly took a lot more chances early in his career. He's gotten a little bit more conservative. He's gotten better. His, his turnovers have gone down pretty much almost every year. Um, guys can get better at that. that. That's that's true. But, you know, Kirk Cousins is 30. He's not that young. Everyone thinks he's so young. He's 30. Not that that's old, but he's not 24. Yeah. So He was drafted in 2013. Same year as Art. 2012. Same year with Toothy Griffin. Right. He was, 20, was 2012, right? Yeah, he was a, a fourth-round yeah. pick. They took Toothy Griffin, you know, top five. They, they, they traded away half their draft right. to the Rams to get Toothy Griffin. And all took vacations to celebrate in, like, Cabo or something. That's right. That's right. Yep, because they knew. They, for, oh, for a year, it looked like, they, like, looked like they knew what they were doing. It did. Until reality caught up with them. It did. So, yeah, so Kirk Cousins to the Vikings. Yeah, was your guy. Yeah. Toothy Griffin. I will say this. Of these free agent quarterbacks, it, it makes the most sense – uh, because of the reasons I just said, because they've got all the pieces around them. So um, put it this way. If, but, but here's the thing. What's the bar, right? They made the NFC Championship game last year. So now basically it's what, Super, super Bowl or else it's a failure? Well, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the game plan over there. I mean, apparently. So I'll tell and, and you, know, you know I never do this, right, because I'm always afraid of, of, the, of jinxing. As a Lions fan, bring them on two times a year. Go ahead. Come, 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 come get oh, some. Come, come at me, bro. Hey, come at me. <laughs> We're doing that? Yes, come at me, bro. I, I Put it this way. I am not scared that Kirk Cousins Guys, though, this is what, got, what, uh, yeah. what come at me, bro, means. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. It's some, some, something you say to a friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not scared, as Charles Barkley would say. <laughs> I'm not scared, or uh, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not scared of Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. So um, that that's not, not not the strongest appearance on SNL for Mr. Barkley. Uh, no, it was not good. Uh, so so moving on, Case Keenum going to the Broncos, two years, thirty-eight million dollars. Now look, Case Keenum's perfectly seems like a perfectly nice guy. Uh, it's a nice story, right? I mean, he we know he had massive put a massive statistics in college at University of Houston playing in Kevin Sumlin's, you know, run and shoot spread offense basically. Um, bounced around the league, had that game against the Lions a couple of years ago where he was 20 for 22 and com- or no, I think he was 24 for 26 and at one point he completed 20 straight passes. Yeah. Now, now they were all checked not all checkdowns, but they, you know, the Lions that was part of their game plan. The Lions ended up winning that game by the way. Um he had a nice – he had a magical year last year. Again, on a team, though, where everything was in place, right? I mean, good, the Vikings had a really bad offensive line two years ago. They had a good offensive line last year. They had a good running game, uh, two really good receivers, good tight end. Um, he had a nice – he had a nice year for them. He also made a ridiculous, stupid pass that turned into a miraculous touchdown because – well, Mar- I wouldn't call that a stupid pass. I mean, it was, it was five seconds left in the game. I, I don't know how you throw a pass in balance like that. It was to the sideline. Where else is he supposed to throw the ball? It wasn't to the. 
if Marcus Williams just doesn't completely have a brain cramp, that's an easy tackle and the game's over. Stefan Diggs doesn't even come close to getting to the well, sideline. He's going the ball in the middle of the field. I, I, I understand that. But I'm saying you got you – and, and he was running for his life. I understand that. But my point is you got to make a play there where you got to give your team another shot. If, that, if, if, if Marcus Williams does what he's supposed to do, the game's over. But if he, it, yeah, but if he's also able to catch the ball and get out of bounds, which you, you know, he wasn't going to get out of bounds. Though. Ball, he threw basically threw the ball. The only you know the only place you could throw it. Where else is what, what, it wasn't what a, to do? It wasn't. He wasn't going to reach the end zone. It wasn't a sideline route. I'm just saying he he's getting rewarded for making a bad play. I don't think he made a bad play. Okay, I mean you don't throw the ball four yards inside the boundary with with no time left on the clock. Threw the ball thirty yards down the field. I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying inside the boundary. He was a solid four yards away from the sideline. It wasn't like Stefan Diggs was going to do a toe tap and get out of bounds and give themselves a shot for one more play. Yeah. I mean, he's running for his life. He, you know. Okay, look. Agree to disagree. It was a lucky play. Can we can we agree on that? It was a complete luck, dumb luck play for Case Keenum and the Vikings on that play? Yeah. I mean, the fact that he missed the tackle and he scored a touchdown, yes. But, I mean, it's pretty much the only play you can make there. Okay, but it's a lucky play, is my point. It's a dumb, lucky play. All right. Well, there's no All right, anyway, the thing is about Case Keenum, I mean, look, my, my point is is that his best play was another guy's worst play, right? Marcus Williams missed that tackle. The game should have made it. It was an easy tackle. game should have been over. Um, my point is it's, it's amazing to me how a guy has one good year after – I mean, it's not like he hasn't been in a league. He's been in a league for a while. He's yeah. been a backup for a while. He's been on four teams. I mean, there's a reason why. So uh, this idea that Denver got their starting quarterback, and by the way, they gave him a two-year deal, so it does not preclude them from drafting, drafting a quarterback. Just having, you exactly. Know, like an insurance policy. Exactly. And, and listen, and they traded Simeon. Right. Well, he stinks anyway. Um, to the no, Vikings. But, yeah, but I'm saying so. That, you know, they don't have like total a total glut of quarterbacks. In other words, it, it still makes you think that they may go. They may. Uh, oh, they're definitely going to draft a quarterback. There's no way. I mean, they gave him a two year deal, so there's no way they're not. Saying, tra- yeah, tra- trading Trevor Simeon kind of tells you that's what they're what they're doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, even if they kept Trevor Simeon, I don't think that would have mattered. By the way, what's but is, is Paxton Lynch still on that team? I guess he still is, right? Yes. Yes. And it probably cut him. But anyway, oh, didn't they have Brock? Didn't they get Brock Osweiler back to at some point last year? I believe they did. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so my, my point is, look, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying the, the Broncos did a terrible job by signing Case Keenum. I'm talking about the way the media covers these quarterbacks leading up to free agency. Is if all these guys are great and they're all going to be the big difference maker for whatever team signs, but it's stupid. It's lazy and it's just factually incorrect. Um, Third, Teddy Bridgewater going to the Jets. I actually don't hate this move at all. I thought it was a pretty good move. It's well, this, well, do you think with this move and then them re-signing McCown, does that preclude, preclude them from drafting quarterback? No. I, I don't think so. No. They can't. I Not mean, at all. If they have a chance to draft Baker Mayfield, you, 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 you got oh, to run to the podium it, with this card. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or Darnold, whoever, whichever quarterback they like. Whoever they like and whoever's there. What it does allow them to do, though, is if the guy they want is not there, they don't have to panic and take a guy they might not like or panic to trade up to get the guy. Right. So, um, I, yeah, I, and you have to figure where they are. You got to figure a team like a team like Buffalo, who's definitely going to be looking for a quarterback, who's going to, you know, they'd be an attractive trade partner. So you might get a nice haul to move back. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think Buffalo with that trade with the Bengals to move up one of their first round picks to twelve. I think that's with Pretty designs yeah, to exactly. move up even more. Right. Yeah. Uh, because Buffalo needs a quarterback in the worst way right now. Their only quarterback is uh, Jay Peterman. 
Right. They so, <laughs> they, Elaine? <laughs> they, yeah, they need they need to do something there. I'm reading the most fascinating article, <laughs> the most fascinating <laughs> people. people. Exactly. And dark. <laughs> so there's Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I think it's a good move by the Jets. I don't love really re-signing McCown. Um, but here's the thing. They're both one-year deals. Bridgewater's is very much an incentive-laden deal. It's one year, five guaranteed, could go up to 15. It's pretty, kind of a miracle he's even playing again. Yeah. I mean, look, again, uh, I, Teddy Bridgewater could be a good player. He hasn't played in two years. The year he did play most for – you know, the, the year he played, I think – I don't know he, if he's – He did what they asked him to do. He's a game manager kind of a quarterback. Now, could he get better? Sure, because he's young. But, you know, you never know now coming off that horrific knee injury. He won a playoff game if he had a kicker who could make a 27-yard field. That's true. They should, see, there, there's a perfect example, right? Teddy Bridgewater's right. 0-1 in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Blair Walsh missed a, a, a 28-yard field goal. Well, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the Seahawks action. No field goals can be made. No short chip shots can be made in crucial situations against the Seahawks. Unbelievable. I mean, so... So, yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, but that was a team built around defense and a run game. And like you said, he just didn't he didn't mess it up. Right. That's what they wanted him to do. Uh, he didn't mess it up. Doesn't have really, though, you know, doesn't have a particularly strong arm. You know, who he's a lot like, actually, Chad Pennington. Got a lot of that's Chad that's Pennington that's in his game. Comparison. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, necessarily. But he was a good player. I think with a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, you could if you if everything else is good on your team, everything else is right. You go ten and six a lot, maybe eleven and five. I don't think you ever get over the hump with him though. Right. Um, but you know, listen, I think Jet fans would take ten and five, ten and six, eleven and five every year for the next few years and, and be pretty happy with that. Sure would. <laughs> so like, didn't they didn't they go ten and six two years ago somehow? No. I yeah, don't I think, think so. They, yeah, with, somehow didn't they? Eat with who a quarterback? Uh, Fitzy. Huh. Did they go ten and six? I think they did, but they, you know, they, wow. they lost the last game of the season, of course, to not make the playoffs. Oh. Or, uh, I, huh. Well, I'll, no, I'll, because I'll, I'll double check that. I, I believe they did, though. Well, because 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 obviously this year what they go five and eleven, six and ten, and the year before they were bad too because they had a top ten pick in Jamal Adams. So you're saying three years ago? Yeah, uh, twenty. Yeah, well, I'll have to double check that. All right. Anyway, and then the last one is Sam Bradford, which, you know, again, it's a one-year deal. Arizona needed a quarterback. Uh, $20 million is ludicrous, but that's what starting quarterbacks get paid now. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to look up Sam Bradford's stats right now because They're not great. it is laughable. Uh, <laughs> I mean— The Jets were 10-6 and six in 2015. Okay. Okay. Um— he actually had a deep, you know, Sam Bradford's never thrown for 4,000 yards, and he's never made the playoffs. By the way, Sam Bradford's been in the league a long time. Um, he's been around a while because he was drafted. 2010. Year, yeah, exactly. He was drafted uh, the year after Stafford. Um, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Right. That's right. So he's not super old. I mean, he's 30. Um, he did have a nice year in 2016 with the Vikings. 20 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. But, I mean, he was checked down Charlie in that game, in that season with his 71% completion percentage. Uh, I'm trying to find his career stats. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see if we can just get a full accounting. Career. Okay. Uh, 101 career touchdowns, 57 picks. In uh, eight years of play. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, here you go. He's never even thrown for 25 touchdowns in a season, right. <laughs> let alone 30. He's never thrown for 4,000 yards in a passing league, right. right? I mean, since he's been in a league, it's a passing league. Um, now, has he been on great teams? No. Obviously, when you're the first number one overall pick, you're going to a bad team. Um, he's been hurt a lot. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this idea that, oh, when he plays, he's great. I mean, you know, he played in Philadelphia. He had uh, 14 starts and as recently as 2015, 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. I mean, that, that, that's not good. Right. <laughs> that's just, that's just not that good. Uh, 20 might have been good in 75, but um, right, yeah. yeah, early 80s, you could get away with that, but not now. I mean, again, you know, look, he looks the part. I get he's big, strong, throws a pretty ball. I, I get all that. Um, is it worth taking a, a one year flyer on him? Of course, it is. But this idea again that you know he's the answer is ridiculous. I don't think anybody thinks he's the answer. The, it, you got to watch the way the NFL network covers free well, agents. Therein lies the problem. Okay, but I'm, I mean, look. They are the NFL network. I mean, they're supposed to know what they're talking about. It's unbelievable. I understand they're trying to put a positive spin on everything. Uh, but, I mean, at some point, you know, uh, facts need to matter and the truth well, needs to matter. Well, that's uh, well, a whole different story. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, so – and the guys obviously left standing out in the cold here is A.J. McCarron, who, remember, was supposedly getting traded to the Browns last year. And then that trade fell through. He was going to be the Browns' supposedly starting quarterback. And then he got a clause in his contract voided so he could become a free agent. So far, nobody signed him. Um, I was actually a big fan of his at Alabama. Yeah. Listen, again, I— I mean, always uh, always play well in clutch situations. Yeah. If if I I, were—I actually thought he would be a good fit for the Jets. Because if you signed him to, let's say, a three-year— Let's say, you know, he's not going to demand top money, right? Because he hasn't started very many games. So if you gave him a three-year or maybe even a two-year, even a one-year prove-it deal for $10 million, $12 million, again, that would not preclude you from drafting a quarterback. Look what the Seahawks did a few years back, right? They gave Matt Flynn a pretty big contract. They had – who else did they? had somebody else on the roster, and then they drafted uh, Russell Wilson in the third round. Yeah. And guess what? He just flat out beat out those guys in, in preseason and training camp. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think they were expecting that. They weren't, but it happened. Is my is the point? So yeah, we're paying Matt Flynn all this money, but yeah, um, no. Yeah, he's no. he's not any good. Jimmy <laughs> Carter, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it him that uh, uh, his his girlfriend at the uh, Catherine Webb game that, uh, that, that that Brent Musburger openly was quite taken with that he, he that he that he <laughs> openly ogled on national television. Yes, <laughs> yes, that would be correct. Yes, uh, they are. They have since been gotten married, by the way. Is right? uh, Mr. McCarron and Ms. Webb? Yes. Miss um, Brent Musburger. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyway, yeah, I thought. Don't worry, everybody. This gentleman is doing just fine. <laughs> the, yeah, the young man. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was the that was Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon fiasco. Yeah, we talked. We talked about. It. I actually we did like half a show to that. We did. We we certainly did. Um, but I yeah, I thought McCarron might have been a nice uh, fit with the Jets again because it would not preclude them from drafting a quarterback. Um, but anyway, all right, moving on. So some of the more absurd moves. Uh, in free agency Sammy so far. Watkins. Thank you. Number one on my list. 
Again, another guy. What has he ever done exactly? Uh, he was a top 10 pick. Uh, the Bills traded up for him in 2014. Right. He uh, was a great college player. Right. Uh, that's, that's all I got for you. Yeah. I mean, what's that's he done in the NFL? Yeah. Can, can, you, can you try to pull up his uh, statistics? I mean, he's, I know he's been injured a lot. Well, that's the other thing. He's hurt all the time. I know he had, he had a nice – he had like four good games last year with the Rams when they were blowing people out. Uh, after Robert Woods got hurt and he got more playing time. Uh, can't connect to the uh, to the internet. All right, hold uh, on. No, 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 no. Right, no. I can probably do it on my phone. Hold on, I can do it. Why, right. is, why does everything have to be such a hard show? Right? Everything is such a pain in the so neck. Difficult. Sammy, do it on my phone. Mr. Sammy Watkins. Uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. Here we go. So last year, this was his big year last year. 39 catches, 593 yards, 8 touchdowns. Okay, 8 touchdowns is pretty good. But again, I think he put up some pretty window dressing type numbers and some blowouts um, when they were, you know. Uh, and, you know, look, the Rams offense last year was great. They, they put it on a lot of people. Here you go. He's had 1,000-yard receiving season since he's been in the league. Uh, in 2015, he had 60 catches for a thousand. Actually, good, pretty actually good, a year. Really good year. It's a good year. Nice, nice uh, average per catch at 17 and a half and nine touchdowns. First year in the league, eh? For a rookie receiver, not bad. 65, 982, six touchdowns. 60,009. Uh, um, the following year, he must have been hurt. He but actually, he played his first two years. Uh, he played more than I thought. He played sixteen and thirteen games respectively. Yeah, his first years. I remember. I thought he'd been. Yeah, I thought he was always hurt too. For some reason, I had that. I had that impression as well. I guess we were both wrong. Yeah. Uh, he only played. But, uh, but actually, the Cowboys uh, got into the into the sweepstakes with Sammy Watkins. Believe it or not, uh, which would, would lead you to believe that uh, Dez's uh, Dez's time with, with the team. I heard they had interest. Sure. I don't know that they got super involved. Is what I heard, but. You would probably know better because well, just the fact they had interest, meaning they were, meaning that they knew they were going to have to pay a good amount of money. For right. Them. They, well, obviously, it was too rich for their right, especially given their their well. Know, he got a reversion ridic- to free agency. Yes. Now, but the fact that they got involved, obviously, they think they think they think pretty highly of him. Right. Well, they got he got a ridiculous contract for his for his his for what he's done in the league so far. Right. He's getting paid based on the fact that he was a top ten pick. I mean, he's making sixteen million dollars a year. That's ridiculous for yeah. Sammy Watkins. That's absolutely ridiculous. Receivers, uh, you know, receivers coming out of college are really hard to guess. They are really hard, hard to guess. To they are hard to gauge. He's one I would have bet. I would have bet significant monies that he would be a, uh, a, a top tier. Yeah, I, I thought he'd be better, and he still might be. I mean, look, he's still pretty young. I think he's only twenty five, but um, that that seems like like a lot. Uh, it doesn't seem like a lot. It is a lot. Uh, next one, Nate Solder. Giants. I understand they needed a left tackle in the worst way. Uh, he's average at best. And by the way, Giants fans, get ready for the fact that he's going to get called for a holding like about two holding penalties a game that he never would get called for because he was because with the Pats because he's with the Patriots. So just get ready I for didn't that. He's six eight. I oh yeah, he was that big. Oh yeah, no, that's it's that was always that was the big knock on him that he might have to switch to tight end because he was six eight and thin and thin framed and sometimes you can be too as you well know you can be too tall to be a tackle because right. guys get under you yeah um and uh yeah no i remember i remember watching him at the senior bowl and the combine and saying boy do i want no part of this guy i want zero part of this guy uh so, so of course he goes to the pats and you know yeah right but he by, by, by the way for the, for the Pats, who everybody loves all the time, he's never made a Pro Bowl. Uh, he's never made All Pro. Um, he's okay. I mean, is he better than Eric Flowers? Yeah. 
That's not saying a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying he's getting. I mean, he's getting paid top tier left tackle money. Five years, sixty two million dollars. Four years, sixty two million dollars with like thirty something guaranteed. It's crazy. He's he, for a guy who's just okay. I mean, I. Yeah, the Giants. They, they lost uh, Weston Richburg. Yeah, well, they, they they were they were moving on from him anyway. They weren't they weren't going to bring him back. They they have. Uh, uh, um, Brett Jones uh, replaced him at center middle late, middle to late last year anyway. So um, I think that was a big deal. And they so they played and they actually uh, they placed a second round tender on him too. So they have to for Brent Jones. Brett Jones meaning that they obviously uh, right. Yeah, no, they, he's yeah, he's going to be their starting center. Uh, so I thought Nate Solder way over w- a ridiculous move. Third one, Jarek McKinnon, four years, thirty million. To, uh, Do you know how much of that's guaranteed? Uh, that's, that, that's, that, that was bizarre. Yeah, it's a fair amount, I think. Um, see if you can find that. I mean, look, he's a, he seems like a nice change of pace back. But um, the fact that, like, for instance, Isaiah Crowell only got $12 million for three years from the Jets. I think he's a better back than Jarek McKinnon. I mean, he may not be the all-purpose back Jer- Jarek McKinnon is because Jarek McKinnon's a good receiver. But, I mean, again, you're, I mean – you're betting on a guy being more than what he is. And, and, and I will say this. I'd rather bet on a guy's potential than pay a guy for what he's already done. Right. Of course. So, of course. which you see a lot, and especially in baseball, though that seems to be shifting, uh, changing course as well. But it still seems high to me. I mean, Carlos Hyde didn't even get that. I think Carlos Hyde's a better player than Jarek McKinnon. Uh, and then the last one I thought was, not the last one, one of the next ones I thought was insane, Malcolm Butler. Well, I know, I know that's your guy. Well, big fan. look, I, he's a nice player, but again, you know, all, all, all the all the Patriot pom pom waivers like Peter King from Sports Illustrated and Willie McGinnis on NFL Network and Teddy Bruschi on ESPN, you know, they all want to try to tell you Malcolm Butler is a, a number one lockdown shutdown corner, and he's he's just flat out not. And by the way, the Patriots know that he's not because they signed Stephen Gilmore to a huge contract last year. So they know that he's not. By he's, the way, uh, uh, Jared McKinnon. Yeah. Fourteen point three guaranteed. Okay, it's not not crazy. It's about half the contract guaranteed. A little less than half the contract guaranteed. It's not crazy. Uh, and again, he's an he's he's a he's an as he's an ascending player. Um, so, but well, it, you know, it's like you know, it's a third string running back. If you want to move on from him, you're gonna have, you know, you have all that dead money for a guy. You know, well, that's that's what I mean. And you you're gonna tell me you can't find Jarek McKinnon in this in year's draft? draft? Yeah, Edo Smith isn't couldn't be Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, different show, but I need you to to do some work on this Fordham running back for me if oh, you I haven't already. Right. Okay, all right, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but again, running back as is gets proven year in and year out. Okay, you can. I mean, just go go look no further than last year with our guy, specifically my guy. Um, now I can't. Uh, Kareem Hunt getting drafted in the third round, right? Right, and he's making he's making nothing for the next three years. You're gonna tell me you have to go give Jarek McKinnon fourteen million dollars guaranteed? You can't find a guy like that in the third round of this year's draft. Of course you can. So I thought that was weird. Malcolm Butler is insane, that money. You know, the Lions were supposedly interested in him. Um, apparently, well, we'll get to the Lions moves in a second. But uh, I'm perfectly happy with what the Lions did at cornerback, not giving uh, Malcolm Butler all that money. You don't give top-tier money. How about had the Byron Maxwell? Uh, had that, uh, was that the same year when the Eagles signed him? Was that, part, that was part of it. They signed Byron Maxwell. 
Uh, right? The, no, that was no, that was, that was a different year. After. Yeah, that was okay. the same year. Oh, I thought it was, but I mean, you don't pay average players. Well, that's, that's, that's that's Stephen Jones. That's his that's his uh, free agency uh, maxims that you pay you pay average players like they're good and good players like they're superstars. Right. Well, I, uh, no, I'm sorry. You know, uh, at, uh, you play okay players, whatever it is. Yeah, you, I don't know. You get the drift. No, I don't. Are you saying it's a good it's a good philosophy no, bad, or bad no, philosophy? No, you're saying it's bad. You're saying you, you, the bad thing about, about free agency you pay is you wind up paying average players like superstars. Well, you don't have to. No, you put a gun to your head. I'm saying if you do something, that's the problem. Okay. The reason he doesn't want to make these big signings right. is because you wind up, you know, you wind up paying. You're overpaying for yes, guys. Yes, that's the right. Price. Yes, Malcolm Butler getting top corner money is stupid. That's a stupid move. Yes, correct. I agree with Stephen Jones on that. Um can we talk about the Rams and all the uh, all the corners they they brought in? We can. I just had three more uh, free agent moves that I thought were really ridiculous. Ryan Grant. That was I don't know. <laughs> the, that's called Panic basically, City. Basically, Washington's fifth receiver. Yep. Nice player. He's okay. It's okay. It's you, thir- you can't get that in the draft. Right. And and then and I I the, the Ravens gave him what twenty million for four years or something like that. T J Curry or T J Carey. I thought. Oh, by the way, DJ Hayden just got nineteen million yeah, exactly. for for three years. Again, that's the guy who keeps getting what? He was okay for the Lions last year. Like he was all right, but three years nineteen. Uh, three years nineteen million. Top, top ten pick. That's uh, I guess uh, right. Wasn't he a top ten? Yeah, pick? but w- watch his film last year. He was not great yeah, for I, Lions. I, I, it's bizarre. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't great. He's certainly not uh, starting corner money. Maybe you can get a comp pick for him next year. Uh maybe we could. And then Marquise Lee. Uh, I mean, I understand he's their guy. He he definitely took some big steps forward this year. But uh, again, you know, thirty million for four years for Marquise Lee. Mm. What about uh, Paul Richardson, who finally started to make some plays this year. Yeah, he, he got he got paid. Well, I I thought it was a bad deal until I saw Sammy Watkins' deal. So you know, four years, forty million for or five five years, forty million for Paul Richardson. Uh, you know, again, I, I wouldn't do it, but it's not as bad as some of the other ones. But I I wouldn't do it, especially also the thing with Paul Richardson. He has two ACLs. Right. Two. Right. Uh, Al Robinson going to your division rival Bears bother you? I mean, look, I, I, so it's interesting. So that segues nicely to the teams I thought did a good job so far in free agency. I have the Bears on the list, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not because necessarily these te- these will work out, but at least it's a plan. It makes sense, right? They have a rookie, they have a second year quarterback who they traded a, a lot to get. They had the two good backs, right? We like we like Terry Cohen, we like Jordan Howard. Their receivers are straight Unfortunately, garbage. Unfortunately, Kevin, Kevin White can't stay on the Can never stay healthy. So who knows if he's good or not. The rest of the Bears' receivers are straight trash. So they, Allen Robinson had one really good year. Now, he, he's, he's got some hands issues. He, he does not catch everything. But he's big. He was you know fast enough before the, the knee injury. Uh, if he's healthy, he's a good player. He should help them. They gave Trey Burton uh, a fairly decent yep. contract. The third string tight end for Philly. He's more of a move tight end, an H back tight. Res- right? Yeah, yeah. Pass catching tight. Nice player. And they signed Taylor Gabriel. And they signed Taylor Gabriel. So I listen. You you got to give if if you, to, you you've announced to the world and to your team that you're all in on Mitch Trubisky. Now go give him some 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 toys to work with, some weapons. Right. So and all three of those guys are young guys. So I, I, I think they're good moves. Now, Robinson's being paid, again, for what you think he's going to be, not what he's been. Um, the injury is a bit of a concern, but if he's healthy, and I'm sure they must have tested him out to say that he's healthy. Uh, yeah, look, uh, put it this way. 
Nobody on the Bears scared me last year other than the backs who did kill us, and I knew they would. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, now you got to end. You, and then you add Adam Shaheen. That's a pretty nice two-headed monster, a yep. tight end. Um, yeah, the Bears, you know, if Trubisky's good. Now, he, he still may not be any good. But, um, yeah, I thought they did a nice job. So they, uh, they let go of Willie Young. He, uh, has anybody picked him up? Not yet. I mean, you know. Any, he, any interest of reuniting with your squad? I, I, I'd certainly take a flyer on him. Uh, I'd certainly also take a flyer on uh, the guy whose last name rhymes with glue also. Um, and Dom can sue. Oh yes, <laughs> I, I would start to think about that. I, I, I would, I, I would take him. I would love to see what Matt Patricia could do with Indomitian and Sue, um, and maybe it's gonna, ha- maybe you know, I haven't heard him linked to us yet. By the way, there was a brief rumor that you guys were interested in him, and then that got shot down pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the other team, I thought it did a good job. Let's let's give the Jets a little bit of love here, shall we? First of all, the Jets had the most cap money; they had ninety million dollars to spend. Um, we talked about Bridgewater. I think Isaiah Crowell is a good back. Look, that guy had over a thousand yards for the Browns. Yeah. I mean, you know, not that the Jets are some juggernaut on offense, but they're a much better offensive team than the Browns. Uh, and he's kind of Chris Ivory like, isn't he? Uh no, he's definitely shiftier than Chris Ivory. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he was a big time recruit and a and and had uh, he had, he had some, some at, at, at Georgia issues. and he went to Georgia and he got kicked out of school and then he went to like Alabama Southern State, Alabama State, I think. Mm. Um. But, no, he's a good back. That's a good pickup for them. Uh, Tremaine Johnson good, solid corner. Now, look, they're paying him a lot of money. Um, but it was a position of need. He's still a young player. He's a player in, in his prime. Um, he's a good player. And then the, the, the other guy that I really like, and I was hoping the Lions were going to actually sign him, is Avery Williamson. Right. Linebacker from Tennessee. Right. Nobody knows who this guy is makes because a lot of tackles. He, he makes. I think, I think he's kind of thought of as being like a two-down guy. Yeah, but well, he, he makes a lot of tackles. He's a good player. I think he's had 100 tackles the last two seasons. He's a very good player, and it was not a crazy contract either. It was like three years, twenty-something million. So uh, I give, give the Jets some props there. I think they did a nice job. Um, With the center from uh, from Washington too. That they yeah, Spencer Long. They just signed him too, and that was a huge need for them. They needed a center in the worst way. So. Uh, yeah, I think the Jets, the Jets have done themselves uh, d- done a good job. I know a lot of Jets fans are pissed that they didn't get Cousins, but I think they did a nice job. Now the, now the Rams, they traded for both Aqib Tlaib and uh, Marcus Peters. Correct. Two, uh, two questionable, uh, questionable uh, character, character guys, yeah. and and they and but they, they and, and re signed Nickel Roby uh, Coleman. Yep, and yeah. Sam Shields. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of corners to be, you know. Yeah, well, wait. Free agency to be, to you know, to be uh, right. Slash resign four corners. Well, they knew they knew they were letting Tremaine Johnson walk. They weren't going to pay him. Um, and they traded. Who they they traded? Who did they? Robert Quinn. They traded Robert Quinn to the Dolphins. No, I'm saying, did they trade another corner to get Marcus Peters? No, and they didn't trade a. I don't believe so. Well, you know, Wade had... franchised when Marcus uh, joined. Right, smart. Both of us were big fans. Well, that was, that, that was the other thing. People were like, oh, they have a big decision to make. Are they going to franchise Sammy Watkins or LaMarcus Joyner? I'm like, what, are you out of your mind? That's a no-brainer. Of course you're going to uh, franchise LaMarcus Joyner. No, but, you know, Wade had a keep to leave in Denver, so he knows him. Mm-hmm. Right, Wade Phillips, their coordinator. Um, and, look... Uh, I know Marcus Peters it, it might be a bit of a head case. Uh, I'll take a head case that gets eight interceptions every year for me uh, on my team. You think fine. about it, though. He must have really done something to piss off the crew at Kansas City. Andy Reid, he's pretty tolerant of – Yeah. You know, he's, he's, you know, he, he kind of – 
He seems like he seems like. Well, he dealt with Terrell Owens all those years. He seems like somebody who can deal with that kind of personality, right? He, and even he was just like, yeah. I mean, think about a guy who's, who who uh, who causes that many turnovers, right? Like that, those are game changing plays that he right. seems to consistently make. Yes, and the fact that he he won him out of there, I mean, it tells you something. You know, something must not be right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. Well, it, well, which brings me to my squad. Mm-hmm. So the Detroit Football Lions. Correct. Correct. So, as we well know, uh, it is official. The tight end, we will not have Eric Ebron to kick around anymore, ladies and gentlemen, for he has been released. He has been. Flat out released. Now... The Lions were trying. You switches up because you were you were a big fan of uh, that, <laughs> that pick. Oh man, you were like uh, yeah, you were you were doing the horror when they made that pick. Yeah. Well, so the uninitiated, um, uh, your 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 host here practically had a coronary when they made that pick. <laughs> yeah. And not out of not out of a, uh, of a of a of a gleeful excitement. No, I was. I mean, I remember. I mean, we've probably covered this a lot, but I remember. Leading up to the draft, I started to see him mock to the lines in some of these mock drafts, and I was like, they're, they're, they're just trolling me now, right? Like, there's no way. Yeah, they're not serious. There's no way we're taking a tight end with the 10th pick in the draft when you can get Aaron Donald or Taylor Luan or uh, C.J. Mosley. I mean, there was so— His real name is Mosley. <laughs> there were so many— Mosley. <laughs> so Midnight Run reference, well done. Yeah. There were so many players— I mean, literally, Jim and I were literally like any any position other than a tight end you could have made a case for. Any position. So anyway, Eric Ebron gone. This, so the Lions were trying to trade him. No one would take him. What does that tell you? That tells you a lot. What does that tell you? Even with his even with his very strong second half last year. Yeah. Uh, again. Uh, and nobody's fooled. Largely window dressing. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. Four years of tape on him. Four years of tape. Trust the tape, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and look, I've said this before and I'll say it again. And this is not a knock on him as a person. Uh, he, was, he admitted he was immature when he first came into the league. He seems to have gotten a little bit more mature now that he's become a father, whatever. He's not a winning type player. He's just not. He's just not. And, and guess what? I guarantee you Matt Patricia sat down with his buddy, the GM, Lions GM Bob Quinn, and said, you know what? Get this guy out. I don't want this guy on my team. You don't win. You know what? His production is not – it's not like his production is irreplaceable. It's probably pretty easily replaceable. Actually, and all these defense, especially the fact that he doesn't even give you much as a blocker, which is kind of uh, he gives you next to nothing as a blocker. He's a as I've said before, he's a one dimensional tight end who's not even great at that one dimension. Exactly, he's not great at that one dimension. I mean, he he doesn't break tackles. Nope, doesn't break tackles. Great hands. Not 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 consistent catching the ball. You know, he'll make some really hard catches and drop easy ones. Um, and he and it, and never developed into a threat in the red zone for a guy who's six five supposed to be this matchup nightmare. He was never a nightmare for anybody ever. The one time was this year against the Browns. The line split him out wide, and the Browns tried to co- cover him. I think with a linebacker, and Stafford saw it and checked to checked to a go pattern. And uh, to Ebron's credit, he beat the guy off the line of scrimmage, and Stafford hit him for a touchdown. That's about that's about the one time I remember in four years Ebron right. actually being anything close to a matchup nightmare. Right. He was not a great he got one play. He got one play. He was not a great run and catch tight end. 
He was not a great. I don't uh, think I ever saw the guy break a tackle. N- never. I mean, the easiest guy, the easiest 6'5", 250 guy to tackle you'll ever see. Uh, he was not like a great sort of post-up tight end where he would just use his size and strength to box guys out. And, right, and, yeah, and no, I don't remember him being much of a 50-50 nope, guy. Not, not a 50-50 guy either. Um, and not, not, a, not much of a red zone threat. I mean, last year, I think it was the most touchdowns he had. It was four. So, uh, yeah, good riddance. Well, uh, maybe you can sign Gavin Escobar on the cheap. Um, well, I mean, look, there's guys out there. Uh, Tyler Eifert is never healthy, but if, when he is healthy, he's very good. Um, the, obviously, the Lions really like Michael Roberts, mm-hmm. the guy they drafted from Toledo in the fourth round last year. That was one of your pet cats. Yes, he was, and I was happy when they drafted him. They're, but bottom line, they're going to have to draft a guy. And uh, I know they're picking 20th, and I know you love uh, Dallas Goder from South Dakota State. It better not be him. I'm telling you that right now. I don't care if he's good. We, the Lions are not in a position to be taking a tight end in the first uh, I round. I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you. Okay. I, yeah, as much as I like Adder, I would right. not, I, I'd be very hesitant about uh, taking yeah. him in the first round. Yeah. So, listen, and the other thing to me that I love about the, the, the Lions releasing Ebron, well, first of all, it frees up $8.5 million of cap room. That's, That's number nice. one. Uh, second of all, it, to me, sends a very clear message that the days of the self-anointed superstars over there in Allen and Park, you, over. Oh, there. And you ain't on scholarship no more. Exactly right. The, the self-anointed superstar days that had plagued this organization since I've been a fan are oh, there. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Get out. So, adios, senor. Yes, adios, Yeah, I mean, seriously. And, I mean, look. I, I, I would have said, you know he's going to go to the Packers now, but they just idiotically paid for uh, Jamie Graham uh, three years, 30 mil. But you know what? Maybe Ron Wilkerson bother you? No, 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 not at all. One-year deal, uh, one-year prove-it deal. Um, I mean, look, you read I mean, if you read any article about it, I mean, the New York papers hate yeah, Tommy Wilkerson. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it kind of plays when he feels like it. Well, I mean, it's weird because when he came out of Temple, he was known as kind of a max effort guy. Right. And, and he played very well his first couple of years. And then he got that big contract, and boy, did he not play after that. Um, so, so, so it was almost like he and uh, Sheldon Richardson kind of just like they just like – yeah. It's like they were inter- interwoven. Sheldon Richardson played well when he got to Seattle, though, last year. He did, And I would not hate it if the Lions took a flyer on Sheldon Richardson. Again, I'm not giving him big money, but a one-year prove-it deal, absolutely. You know what else played well for Seattle? They just they just gave him a first-round tender. Our, our, our guy, Deion Jordan. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I know they did, but I, I, I'm still not buying it. I think that's Seattle thinking they're, they're smarter than everybody else. Um, I think he had like six sacks and... So, I don't know. Hmm. He, 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 he apparently was a force. But I mean, okay. I refused to remember, accept it. Remember, Ziggy Ons had 12 sacks last year. Right. He did not have a good year. If, if that's possible, if you can actually say that, he did, not have a, uh, he did not have a year that 12 sacks would indicate. Put it that way. So, just. Yeah, and, and you're not exactly talking about the talking about dealing with, here with the two of the biggest Deion Jordan fans. No, well, listen. I don't care if he turns out to be good. It was still idiotic that the Dolphins traded up to draft him with the third pick. Absolutely. Beyond idiotic. Um, which, which we were both on record yes. saying that. But yes. But no, look, my team has, has, has made a, uh, makes a splash here or there, like they did last year because they needed a right tackle, they thought, in the worst way. And they gave Rick Wagner a, a, a substantial contract. Um, but again, like that's, that's already been eclipsed big time <laughs> this year. Um, you like linebacker? 
Which Devin, one? Uh, Devin Kennard? I do like him. Yeah, I remember him having like a really good rookie year. Yeah, he's he's a good solid. I mean, look, this is what this is kind of you know. I hate to say it. Devin Kennard, linebacker for the Giants. From the Giants, yeah. Look, he's still young. He's twenty five. Son of uh, Derek Kennard. Correct. Former Cowboy. Correct. Um, he is. So first of all, the Lions defense. They had, they need linebackers. They only had two linebackers on the roster before free agency started. Um, Matt Patricia's defense revolves around linebackers. They need you need even though we're not going to necessarily be a set three four team. He likes to have linebackers interchangeable parts, and he likes guys that are versatile. Devin Kennard can put his hand in the ground and rush the passer, and he can also set the edge and play off the ball. So, and he's also twenty five. So they also I, I'm I'm guessing the thought process there is that he isn't who he, he he's not who he he ha, he's not who. He has not become who they think he's going to be. Mm-hmm. They think he also is an ascending player. Uh, Christian Jones, the other guy they signed for uh, Florida State. Yes, with the Bears. Correct, correct. Again, a versatile player can play four three, can play three four. Young on the young side, I think he's twenty six. Maybe um, had a good year for the Bears last year. Uh, Ninety plus tackles, couple of sacks. Don't hate it. Uh, and again, not, they're not giving him huge money. It's like seven million for yeah, two he had years. Yeah, tackled. I mean, he, he played. Yeah, that much. he played that. He played a lot because they had a lot of injuries. A linebacker last year, uh, but you know they're not giving him, they're not giving him huge money. Even Devin Kennard was three years, uh, eighteen million or something like six million a year. Not mm-hmm. not crazy. Right. Uh, we just signed Deshaun Shed for one year, three and a half million. Mm-hmm. Take a flyer on that guy. Played both safety and corner for the Seahawks. He basically he essentially replaces DJ Hayden, and they re-signed Nevin Lawson to two years, ten million dollars, which is perfectly reasonable. Uh, they they have Tease Tabor in the fold. They have Jamal Agnew in the fold. Now they've got same thing situation they had last year. They've got depth uh, at corner. Obviously, they're set on one side with Darius Slay, and I think that they have every intention of Tease Tabor becoming the starter. Mm. But guess what? If he doesn't earn it, then he's not going to get it. They're not going to just hand it to him. Right. He's going to have to days of scholarship. Yeah. He's going to have to earn it. Just because you were a second-round pick last year, son, doesn't mean you get to be the starting corner if you don't earn it. So guess what? If Nevin Lawson is better than you, he's going to start. Now, they'll figure out ways to play Tease Tabor if he deserves playing time. But they're not just handing starting jobs now based on draft status. And I love that. I love it. It's the healthiest possible thing. Um, And then who else did we sign? Oh, and and we re-signed Tavon Wilson, too. Same thing. Uh, Quandre Diggs played strong safety the last six games of the year. Looked great doing it. Um, Tavon Wilson's a pretty good player. Again, they didn't give him a huge contract. I think it was like $7 million for two years. He's a good special teams player. Provides good depth. Knows Patricia's defense. Know and, uh, and Kerry Hyder had some stacks for you. Uh, they, re- yeah, they, they re-signed him on like a tender, one of those type of deals. Mm-hmm. You know, he had... He had a good year two years ago. He came out of nowhere. He literally made the team. He had four sacks in the last preseason game of the year two years ago. Right. And then he had a really good first half where he had like yeah, se- seven sacks in the first half of the season. Correct. Right? And then he finished the season with eight. Uh, he, he, he's a he, you know you know he's he's not bad for a free agent. Correct. An undrafted free agent. He's a good rotational guy. He, is he a difference maker? No. But he's good depth, good rotational guy, great locker room guy. Mm. Uh, will do anything you ask him to do. You know, he'll play inside, he'll play outside. Uh, you, you, you're perfectly happy having a guy like nice that on your back team. Into the roster exactly. Yeah. It's solid. 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 Yeah, solid. Solid. So, yeah, so look, and the Lions still have some work to do. Uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see if they sign a tight end. 
Uh, I would not mind a reunion with Mr. Sue, although I don't think that's going to happen. No. Another guy I have my eye on is... Is he, is he going to the Pats? Sue? Uh, you know, he wants to get paid still, even though he's gotten paid a lot. Mm. Um, so uh, what I've read so far is that money is the only thing that matters to him. Mm. Uh, now, I don't know if that's true. And, you know, he's hated universally. So right. pe- people will, you know, and you know, so they say that about him. You know, nobody, I've, n- I've never heard him say that. So I'll, I will reserve judgment until I see what he, where he actually goes. Um, but, yeah, Don Terry Poe, I wouldn't mind if the Lions sign. We need D tackles in a worse way. Haloti Nata going to the Eagles, which is fine. Right. Um, who knows what he has left. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's always – I mean, he's been – he was majorly banged up the last two years. When he plays, he's still pretty effective uh, run stuffer. But other than that, doesn't give you much. And it gives you nothing in the passing game. And, you know, he's 34 years old. It's, it's time right. to move on. you right. you got to find somebody else. The Eagles coming off their Super Bowl win – can, can can take a flyer on Haloti Nada's depth for the interior part of their line. It's fine. I mean, I know like Cowboy fans freak out with every single sign the Eagles make. Right. Uh, just because you know, right. fans are crazy. Of course. Of course. So, yeah, apparently they, 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 they're, they've been attacking the, the Twitter sphere. Right. Of um, course. Of course. Yeah, but... Uh, but no, look, th- th- this is the Lions' philosophy, right? You, you make maybe one big move at a position of need if, the, if there's a fit. Uh, if not, the rest of free agency is devoted to kind of these, you know, solid starter types, right? They plug holes, multi-purpose guys. Guys can do more than one thing. Um, you know, guys that aren't super old. Uh, you're not paying again for past performance. You're hoping that these guys, you know, have shown something and, and, and improve. And so what you're saying there, obviously, is you believe in your coaching staff to coach these guys up and get them better. So, look, I hope the Lions make a couple of more moves within reason. Um any uh, any interest in Muscle Hamster? Doug Martin? Yeah. Mm, no. Maybe one of the best nicknames. It's, it's a great nickname. I don't have a, um, not to be confused with the Muscle Hammer, Miles Killebrew. Um, yeah, I you know I don't I know I don't have any interest in him. You know who I do have interest in? Okay. I think it would be a nice sneaky under the radar signing, but would not preclude me. We, by the way, lines need to draft a running back. I'm on record. I'm going on record right now. They have to draft a running back. A lot of good ones. Uh, but you know who I would like very much for the lines? Orleans Darkwell. Mm. I would like him on the lines very much. I don't think you'd have to pay a ton to get him. He's 26 years old. The guy runs hard. He's very hard. He can catch the ball. Uh, he would fit, I think, perfectly uh, in the lines on a lines team, in, or in that room, in that in that running back room. That's the new. Oh, is that right? That's the new thing. Yeah, he would fit very well in that room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Sh- you know, look, they just freed up another eight million dollars. Uh, if they get rid of Abdullah, I think it's another two million, which they they very well might. Uh, or Theo Riddick could could I wouldn't be surprised if he's let go. All his guaranteed money is gone. Um, if that's the case, and you can maybe you can sign Lance Dunbar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like to me, you can't really have a roster of both Theo Riddick uh, and and Amir Abdullah. They're, they're kind of the same guy. I mean, Riddick's maybe a little bit better pass receiver, uh, and Abdullah's maybe a little bit better of a runner, but they're kind of the same guy. You can't. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to have two of those guys on yeah, your team. Yeah, was a nice player in college. I know. M- minus the fumbles. Yep. And fumbles haven't really I mean, even been right. his issue I with the Lions. Yeah. Uh, it just hasn't been effective. Now, uh, again, I don't know that it's all his fault. Uh, you know, the offensive line didn't block particularly well. Um, and I think part of it, you know, I think also it gets in a, a back's head too, right? When you're constantly trying to fight for your life before you even get a yard. 
you know, I think it plays plays. At some point after a while, you uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you probably ch- change your, your the way you instinctively right. hit the hole. Right. So anyway, and uh, other than that, that's what I got. That's, that's a lot of free agency talk there. A lot of free agency talk. So. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. As always, thank you for listening. Check us out on uh, jamalaboutsports.com, the website, uh, Twitter at jamalaboutsport, uh, Instagram, jamalaboutsports, and uh, that is about Jamal it. About sports, singular. Very European of you. Oh, well, that's, that's yes, that, that is on the Twitter. On the Twitter, they don't allow me to have the S. It's uh, too long of a title, is that apparently. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, you can tweet any, you know, hateful thing you want, but you can't have an S at the end of your, at the end of your handle. So nice job, Twitter. All right. That is it. We're going to wrap it up. (laughs) Thanks for listening till next time. Peace out.